2: Thanks to Bespoke Post for supporting the instance. Bespoke Post is a monthly subscription service that sends themed boxes. They partner with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you unique items every month. To get 20% off your first monthly box, when you sign up, go to boxofawesome.com and enter the promo code INSTANCE at checkout. Welcome to The Instance, everyone, where we roll nothing but natural 20s, naturally. I'm Scott Johnson with Jocelyn Kearney and Garrett Weinzerpel. How are you guys? Joss, how are you doing? We missed you last week. Hope you're well.
1: Yeah, I'm doing much better. So thank you guys so much for covering off for me. I missed you yeah. so much. We held
2: we <laughs> held down the fart, as my mom used to say. Uh, but she meant for it, but she pronounced it fart. Uh, speaking of farts, Garrett, great to see you as always. How you doing?
0: Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Screw you too, buddy. Yeah, take that right at the top yeah. of the show
0: you're a fart no not really you're a, 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 I, I don't know man i still got doing on the brain you're a, a, a you're a, a sludge pool bather That's oh there you, you go always stay
2: high yeah. or stay uh, moisturized is what i learned from that movie yes
0: exactly <coughs> no, i did. love every scene they're just like how can we make this character grosser yeah. It's like the first time it's like really sweaty and then it's like all right how do we want up the, the sweat because the sweat was gross i know put him in a pile of sludge
2: man i'd love to do so go. much i would loved it so much it's all i've I, been able to think about that's all i wanted I watched
0: to, uh, it two days in april i watched it for the first time on debut night and then i immediately watched it again the next day uh i was completely unaware of it and yeah. now i'm obsessed talking a part of me
2: stocking pre-show how i i cracked open the book again not since i was 15 have i done that and uh already enjoying the hell out of that stayed in the bath a little too long got a little uh you know a, a little, little uh wrinkly yeah a little pruney yeah <laughs> That'll happen, right, <laughs> if you do that. But uh, anyway, we are happy to be back here, and I wanted to get something out of the way real quick before we dive into our big topic this week. Uh, we are, at the end of the show today, going to be giving away... a Well, so we're going to be starting a contest at the end of the show because I want to give listeners as well as live chat people a chance to participate. I don't want to just give it to live folks today because it feels like a big enough code. We want to we spread the love around. So we're going to give away a Final Fantasy fourteen Complete Edition version of the game uh, it's a digital code that you'll redeem on their site it's not through steam it's through final fantasy or through square um, this was given to us by badger lord who is really a generous dude uh, and always doing people. nice things yeah great guy um, and we've been trying we've actually had this code for a while and i just kept forgetting we needed to get it on the show and do a giveaway um, but we'll start it today if you've like not jumped into the game yet uh, or you're like oh man that's like a second account with all the extras sweet whatever your reasons are uh today might be your day final fantasy 14 i just please.
0: bought one of these i am miffed
2: yeah you should have look you could have well you would have been ineligible i'm afraid the rules are the rules. yeah. Oh. you can't
1: win your own contest yeah
2: sorry garrett
0: yeah. all right could someone with the account name winezerple enter please <laughs> thanks yeah Gar- uh,
2: garth winezerple do we know that name Anyway, uh, that'll be a little bit later. So stick around. And thanks again to Badger Lord for being so generous with uh, letting us have that code. We really, really appreciate it. All right. Our big topic of the week LizCon is officially not happening in 2022, digital or physical.
0: Uh, most of us thought maybe not physical. <laughs> I, I only do the digital editions of conventions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm out of space for 30,000 attendees in my home. That's correct.
2: Space. That's true. Um, so t- so I, I don't think I was under any impressions, especially in the wake of uh, the messiness at Blizzard, that they were going to probably do a physical event. But I am surprised that they're not going to do any sort of uh, digital like the last two. Well, I guess they did two. Have they done two or just one? Two was online. Just one. OK,
0: why does it feel like two? Because well, they uh, <clears throat> wait 2020? I mean, they, they announced that they were going to do a second one, which is why they oh, have now I announced guess, yeah, okay. that they're not going oh, to do a second one. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> all right. Joss, uh, I did the same there thing. There was also like that delay, right? Because we were kind of like for a hot second, like, all right, BlizzCon's canceled. Are they going to do like an online thing? And then they came yeah. out and said, hey, yeah, no, we're, we, we are, but not in November. It's yeah. going to be in February of, of the following year. But they... And, and right. the kind of weird. and then was no, it weird. was
1: 2021. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah everything yeah, is smooshing together in weirdness. <laughs> I agree.
0: Because yeah, a lot of the verbiage like, still referred to it as like, BlizzCon 2020, even though it was taking place in 2021. And yeah. there's, there's a lot of funkiness. Yeah. Uh, hey, did you guys know that 2020 was a very strange year? It was pretty weird.
1: No way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember, but we had a real
2: weird year in 2020, and uh feels like it's still here. So as a result, uh, yeah, no BlizzCon of any sort. Uh, it was a letter that they posted to the Blizzard website. Developers said it's putting on a uh, or putting on a massive event like BlizzCon takes time and energy uh, from everyone in the company. And uh, the Blizzard feels that this time it might be better to put that energy and time toward, quote, supporting our teams and progressing development of our games and experiences. Uh, they went on to say the first BlizzCon was held 16 years ago. It sounds That sounds crazy. Can't believe that's in 16 years but whatever um and also so much has changed in this uh, time since then most notably the multiple ways in which players and communities can come together and feel like they're a part of something bigger uh whatever the event looks like in the future we also need to ensure that it that it feels as safe welcoming and inclusive as possible unquote um that's kind of their way of igno- i guess acknowledging the elephant in the room <laughs> Which oh, is? this
0: is an absolute uh, PR Rorschach test. Yeah. Uh, if you are looking for admission of the sorry state of affairs uh, from the leadership of Activision Blizzard, uh, I think you're definitely going to find it here, even though I feel like this went to great pains to not explicitly state it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely them skirting around a little bit. Um You know, this comes at the same, uh, roughly the same time as we find out, I guess a few days later, but we find out that Bobby Kotick is going to take a massive pay cut in an effort to, uh, I make it seem like he's in. <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't want to. I don't want to be too cynical about it because I'm. I'm of two minds with the Kodak news. Uh, on the one hand, this is not harming him at all. Um, by by law, he has to make sixty-two thousand five hundred dollars a year uh, for a salary. That's California law, and so that's all he'll be accepting um, as pay. You know, as salary. But that doesn't change things like bonuses, either already enacted or otherwise. He's already a multimillionaire. So he's fine in every sense of the word. So it's not really a giant sacrifice for Bobby Kodak. But at the same time, I'm happy to see them not shoveling, you know, millions of dollars to, to Bobby
0: Kodak during a time where they really need to clean up their act. Um, yeah. So. Well, and I think a bigger part of the news that came out of that is that they're waiving forced arbitration which yes was, that was a uh, big thing yeah. yeah a main that was one of the four very clear points that was uh, uh like demands of uh, activision blizzard's employees that came out of the uh, a better abk account which i have just been referring to as the blizzard resistance account oh very <laughs> nice very star wars and sounding yeah yeah, and they, they just like leadership is just been ignoring it over and over and over and over again. And I know we were, we we're kind of t- more to talk about BlizzCon Online and all that, but since we're on the subject, um, yeah, it was it was just getting ignored. They weren't talking about it. We had that letter from from Fran- Francis Townsend like the week before. That's like we've identified three key points, and then went on to mention three key points that have nothing to do with the four demands of the employees. Yeah, um, yeah. So the fact, like, yeah, it's it, like I do like credit given where credit is due. Yeah, I think it is it is a good thing that, that Kotick is forgoing a salary. And I believe he also said he's forgoing his bonuses as well. Um, for the time being, um, again, yeah, not that like dude doesn't already have more money than God, but, um, he's, he's fine still. But, but the, the fact that they're waiving forced arbitration, like to me is like the biggest win we've seen out of this.
2: Yeah. They're also claiming they're going to, they're going to shove the $250 million into efforts to, uh, you know, restructure this sort of stuff. They also said that if anyone felt, if if anyone was terminated by middle management or whatever, as a result of them speaking out about any of this, that they're going to take action there, which I don't know if that means rehire people, if that means fire people who fired people, like all of that stuff's a little bit messy and kind of hard to figure out. Um, But having that all kind of land right after the announcement that there's no BlizzCon just tells me they're in full restructure mode from a cultural standpoint. Um, and I hope I hope when I say that, those that, that the, the outcome is positive in the long run, but these are very small steps in the interim and, and, and we'll see what impact they have. But more, so back to BlizzCon as an event, uh, they conclude the letter to the community by assuring fans that the company is still going to be announcing games and game updates during this time. They're just not going to do it in a convention setting. My guess is that just means uh, occasionally here's a video that's, that says we're we're doing beta for Diablo Four or here's here's the latest uh, I don't know uh, some update for for Overwatch Two or whatever like they're not going to do big fancy stuff but we'll get we'll get announcements here and there uh, if if you're interested in that but personally I don't know how BlizzCon's on the table again at least in the form it used to be in. I just don't know. I just can't see it. And I'm not saying it's not possible. I just can't see it. And so I think that's me and I got a weird bias going on. And it's just hard for me to see. It's hard for me to see myself. Let's say this. Spending the two, three grand it costs to go. And people always say, whoa, how how much are tickets? That's tickets. That's hotels. That's exorbitant uh, day-to-day food and other issue fees that you got to pay when you're at BlizzCon. It's a big investment every year to go and i used to love love going it was a thing you saved for and did and made sure was part of your year and it was amazing and i loved it because that's where i got to see all my friends and connect with the community and all of this stuff um but it's really hard for me to imagine going there again and i and i don't know why i don't
0: yeah. know what blizzard has to do to flip me but i but it's, i just feel that way right now it's weird i'm i really want to get both of your thoughts on this cuz like i think it's such a I think we already saw seeds of this with like kind of the pushback against things like Diablo Immortal. Like the, the, the (laughs) there was restlessness before the lawsuit. Yeah. Um, There was already this kind of like sense of it's, it's not all a party. Like there's, 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 you know, ticked off players and they're going to let themselves be known uh, on the floor of a thing. They spent a lot of money to go to, which is like, Kind of wild. Yeah. Uh, there's like a younger version of me that's like, yeah, stick to the man. That's like, loves that. When in reality now as an adult, I was just kind of annoyed by it all. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> but it, it the like the letter points out, like when BlizzCon started up, it was very different. Like World of Warcraft was king of the world. Mm-hmm. Of it was Warcraft. the whole. It was the whole and thing.
2: There were no other secondary games. There was no StarCraft two. Then there was no Diablo three. There wasn't. You know, they they were making yeah, World of Warcraft. It was really just
0: WoW Con. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, like it was like let's like yo get your <laughs> get your gnome cosplay out and let's party. Yeah. Um, and it you know it just kept growing and growing and it was it was massively successful for a really long time. But it was also like there was just this undying love for Blizzard, and I think a lot of that is wrapped up in BlizzCon itself, and as the cracks have shown, and we've gotten to see the the the, for lack of a better word, like seedy underbelly of what it took to make these games that mm-hmm. we idolize. Mm-hmm. That that's gone, and yeah. it was again starting to starting to go away. Whether I agree with it or not, before the before the lawsuit, it was yeah. already like extreme you know, negative criticism levied towards certain aspects of the company and certain games that they create that was leaking into the convention itself. Yeah. So now how, how do we come back? Yeah. Um, like some of it I think could be a messaging thing. Like if you you really want to drive the point home that it's like, no, this is, this is just like a celebration of you, the players, your community, and, and you to get some face time with the people who make these games and less of a, blessing of every action taken by activision blizzard but that's going to be a hard sell uh, definitely right now
2: how do you uh jocelyn how do you land on all this um you know personally but also just the bigger picture what do you think is going to happen
1: well i think that um like you guys are both right with the idea that blizzcon has really like even the feeling around it has really changed over the past few years and i think that like The other piece that we haven't really talked about when it comes to BlizzCon itself is that when it first started 16 years ago, the whole world was so much less digital. So there was very much a feeling of like... If you're not there, you're super missing out. But now we've got, you know, live streams of everything. Everybody's Twitch streaming the fan experience. You've got, you know, like pictures everywhere. Like you can feel like you're there without spending a whole ton of money, right? Like Mm -hmm. you get the virtual ticket that's even like officially provided by Blizzard. So it's a whole lot easier to be a part of that experience without actually going there. So then it like sort of almost morphed into like people who didn't necessarily want to spend the money and just wanted to see the announcements and stuff. You can get that with the virtual ticket. You don't necessarily have to go. You're still a big fan, but all you want to know is what's coming in your favorite games. And it almost started to feel like the people that were going were those fans who really had an ax to grind, <laughs> you yeah. know, like who really wanted to get in front of that microphone and be like, ah, why did you delete this one spell from my favorite class? Ah! Yeah,
2: there was a lot. There's a lot more of that re- in recent ish years. And I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, this this dividing line you guys are talking about. It's a little bit vague, but i it does feel like t- the 2018 event was the one where things started leaning in a strange direction like it just kind of felt off and that was the year they announced immortal and it was a very awkward thing of course um but it was just in general just kind of a weird vibe and i and i and i was it weirded me out cuz that was the year i got to be on stage and host the q and a and i really enjoyed that opportunity um but i could feel this thing and it was kind of permeating everything well part of it was nobody was happy with the current expansion at that time too like there was a lot of hate for for Battle for DFA. Azeroth. Yeah. And uh as a result, everything you were trying to do in a positive direction in the wild space just felt a little forced and weird. Um, I think that
0: would be true now too, with the current yeah, state I was of things. Say,
1: we're back there again. Yeah. So there's yeah.
2: so there's that yeah. whole thing I think, where I think you they're know
0: starting to course correct. The next patch looks to be finally kind of finding a tone that is pleasing some players. Uh but yeah, it's been Openly adversarial for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, I I really, I really feel like it's been not that there weren't problems during Cataclysm or even Pandaria or whatever, but it felt like the real, the real dip in, in morale happened post Legion. Legion was all, everyone firing on all cylinders. Everything felt great. Um, It was a, it, was a, it, it that was, you know, that was like them at, at some of their best. And, it's like just since that, it's just something got weird, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to pin it on one particular thing. I'm sure they're probably trying to, you know, they 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 probably sent some of the same things and tried to work around them. I don't I don't know because I don't know what happens internally there. But but at the end of the day, you know, I realized like my one of my favorite years at BlizzCon was 2013. I always bring that year up. I loved it that year. I don't know what it was about 2013. It was maybe it was because 2012 got you know canceled because it was a big year for development. They didn't have one that year. So 2013 was a big return to everything.
0: It, it was Hearthstone. Hearthstone had just
2: come out in beta. That it was, was definitely a uh, part of it. Part, I was going to so when
1: I started coming in 2014, that's yeah. that's when you were just like, oh, it's all gone downhill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what are we even doing here? What
0: I didn't say was, oh, yeah, Joss wasn't there that yeah, year. What a big yeah, relief. Yeah, but 13... My favorite people <laughs> to party with wasn't there. I was so happy.
2: 13, 14, and 15 are easily my favorite years, and... And I don't know really even the reason, but then I'm reminded by somebody the other day, it's like, you know, 2013 is the year when the Cosby suite was in full full swing. And and I go, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, as much fun as I'm having, I'm not seeing some of the problems that were already festering that had been there for a while that were already a big problem, and they're just now coming out. And so... Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm going I'm to say, though, that, like, if you are... Feeling like, oh, if you're feeling the weight of that, I don't think you're part of the problem. Well, no, okay, I don't think so I am either. I have no, good memories. Yeah,
2: that's not what I mean. But what I mean is like, what it tells me is it's like a reality, it's a reality check. It's like, you thought everything was just hunky-dory and amazing, but nothing ever really is. There are people who are, you know, there there are people that weekend that were victimized, straight up. Um, We know their stories now. That weekend. And I went home going, Best BlizzCon ever, man! Whoa, what a be-be-be. and yes, I had a separate experience, and yes, I, in some ways, I'm privileged to have that separate experience. Uh, but some people didn't have that experience, and and it to me that it just illustrates the split for me and why I don't know if I can, if I can support one again. Maybe I don't know. It would have to. I'd have to. We'd have to hear from the employees from the lowest of the low that oh man, the place has had such a turnaround in the last year or wherever however long it takes them those are the people i'd have to hear from and then i would start to go okay all right making progress here these people are happy and you know they've 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 they they, they did what they said they were going to do they invested a bunch of money in this and they now have better policies and like it's 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 proof of of change once i see that maybe cuz then maybe you could say to me hey blizzards launching a new mmo and also they've fixed all their shit and guess what you and all your friends get to see each other this weekend in the middle of uh november or whatever like that i can see a time where maybe i'm back on board but but if you're if you're asking me right now i don't think any of this is enough yet they gotta they gotta oh gotta, yeah you know
1: it's definitely not enough yet and i think that um like, speaking to that safety piece. Um, So, I mean, I've talked about this on other shows. It's not exactly a secret, but my last BlizzCon was 2019, and I was actually drugged at the Marriott in 2019. So the idea of safety at BlizzCon is kind of like a sore spot for me, I guess, maybe. Like, it makes me very much... um, And obviously, pre-pandemic, when the idea of an in-person BlizzCon in 2020 was still on the table, I was very much like hemming and hawing and kind of hoping, <laughs> and I, like, I feel kind of bad in the COVID context, but kind of like hoping that there would be a reason, like a legit reason for me to just not go. Because I was like, I don't feel safe there. And there's always been like um, tense situations, I'll say. And there's always been that kind of like harassment and you've always have to like watch your back and stay with your friends. But that's just kind of a reality of of being a woman and it never necessarily felt like more so at BlizzCon. I mean, I did have one year that I was also stalked, which was not fun, but it just <laughs> it very much like um,
0: that makes, makes it me so difficult mad. to
1: get excited about an in-person BlizzCon again for me. I know, th- I know this I... is going to
2: sound a little unreasonable but hearing this makes me so freaking angry. Like I I understand <laughs> yeah. I I don't I don't mean that from a, like a naive point of view like oh my gosh I can't believe this happens I know it happens but knowing it happens to someone I like and care about really really pisses me off and it makes me want to strangle whoever did that. And so I apologize if I get like super <laughs> pissed about this. But gosh dang it, what is wrong with people?
0: Holy shit. I hate it. I know <laughs> yeah, It's, it's, it's not, not to like, it can, not to hyper-focus on shit. I'm sure you are sick of talking about it, Joss, but it's like, you're the first woman I've worked with for a long period of time, like out in the open where I have been a like, what's the word I'm looking for here? I guess like in the blast radius of shit you've had to deal with. <laughs> Like, and it's, it's been eye opening And for years, like when we, because it it had sadly come up multiple times, like the, the, just like how dudes going to these types of events don't have the same experience that, that women do a lot of the times. And, and so a lot of times I'd be like, when the subjects would come up, I'm like, yeah, you know, I didn't really have, like, I figured it was a problem, but I didn't really have a sense for it until I started working with Joss. Cause we would start getting like emails, the angry chicken. it's like, Wow. I've never heard anyone talk that gross about uh, <laughs> Kyle doing into the Nexus or Starcast. Right. But they, they you know, they get kind of, they get kind of grody talking about girls. Like it's weird and creepy and nasty. And then, I don't know. I feel like I kind of got numb to it. And also like we did stop getting it. Cause I think at enough times it happened, we were like, yo, we don't want that shit in our show. Please never write to us, talk to us or listen to our shit again. Yeah. Um. Like I think at a certain point we, we kind of got the community we deserved but but yeah, then BlizzCon 2019 happened. I was like, God damn, this is on a level I I like. You hear stories and then it happens to a friend, and it really and sadly, uh, it, it puts things in perspective. And yeah, I, and I'm with, jo- with Scott now. I'm now furious and angry. Yeah, it makes um, me mad, dude. I mean, I, I don't I don't but to, mean to, to I don't to, mean to turn to, this
2: to, into like, hey, Jocelyn, thanks for telling us your story. Now let us be let the boys be angry. But I. <laughs> I, I just feel like punching yeah, somebody.
0: I, I, I was, I was struggle with this. Cause like, I'm like, yeah, that's important. And we should talk about it. But also I don't want to hyper-focus on this thing. That is clearly not a fun story. No, like, it's a horrible story. Like, yeah. But, so, but I, but I
1: really the way, appreciate
2: the, the perspective, was, right? Like I
0: want to hear, yeah. this is
2: the kind of stuff is, is not only the, if there's any good out of the blizzard thing is that this stuff has come to the surface. Like it is being talked about and it's out there. And even your story I think is just part of this exact tapestry that we're already talking about. And I think it's incredibly important. And I think it's incredibly uh, awesome and and amazing that people like Joss can tell that story and that people will be willing to listen to it because the stuff needs to get out there. But had this blizzard stuff not come out, like I can't imagine how many of these stories already have been, you know, tamped down. Like there's got to be people who still can't say what they want to say at Blizzard.
1: Well, it was it was very, very difficult, actually. Like I did outside of like my guild and Garrett and like the people who were there, like right in the moment were kind of the only people that knew anything about it. Um, I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to do anything about it. I felt like it was my fault because, you know, like I let my guard down (laughs) because normally I am very like on it. I am very careful. And um, yeah, I just uh, I, I let my guard down and I felt like I shouldn't have. And I didn't actually like talk about it and share my story until there was the whole like kind of movement in June of 2020 when everybody started talking about their sexual harassment and abuse stories, yeah. um, ar- like specifically around, um, gaming yeah, and, uh, yeah, like, so it took me a good eight months to even feel like I could talk about it. And my story had a good air quotes ending in that I had friends who found me and took care of me and I was made safe yeah. <laughs> by them. That <laughs> so
2: make, that makes me glad to hear that.
1: Yeah, like it, it's that. very um, and it is also kind of interesting because in my specific case, it didn't actually happen like on BlizzCon, like at the convention center. It was at the hotel. Sure. So that's where this kind of safety piece comes in for me. And I don't know if I ever kind of will feel safe there again. And I don't know what Blizzard necessarily does to change my mind about that. Or even what they could do, because again, like they don't control the Hilton. They don't control the Marriott. Like those are, yeah. you know, third party outside events. They're yeah. not even really like necessarily, oh, I guess the Hilton has a DJ. So maybe you could call it an event. But you know, like they're, they're hotel bars. Like Blizzard doesn't have any control there. So I'm not 100% sure what could even change. But I think um, if I was attending the convention and I felt like the culture had changed around Blizzard... And like the fans who were attending and the employees who were there gave me a sense of safety. If I felt surrounded by good people, maybe then I would feel better. And then that kind of goes back to your point, Scott, about um, actually hearing from the employees themselves and how the the culture has changed internally.
2: Yeah, we need that. We need that before I I personally can feel better about it. But in, in situations like yours... I mean, holy crap! I just don't blame you. I just don't blame you. Like, how, 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 how would you? And here's the thing: it's easy for us to to say, well, in the convention center is different than just outside of it. But the way that thing worked culturally, it was everywhere. Like BlizzCon takes over well, that, Anaheim in yeah, a way that—that's
0: what we have now found out, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it it wasn't just that. Like you, you know, you, I I I do tend to like harbor belief that around large public events, especially when it spills out into public venues, like yeah, it probably attracts what I would describe as literal predators. Yeah. Like who knows if they were even a- attending the convention, but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. It is still a problem that like needs to be addressed. Yeah. And uh, I don't know
2: how, I don't know how, you know, they and- can do much about it. Uh, but it just feels like, I don't know if the, if the culture of the event itself was more, was less of a dude party. That's hard to explain. Cause it's subtle, right? Like, you don't go well, in there going well, like I the reason I don't party. I go to BlizzCon. I'll go to bed early if I need to, but I go to BlizzCon for the games and the announcements and the, and the friends and all that. I am never going to BlizzCon or never did once and never wouldn't in the future. I don't go there to party, to drink all night or to, to get lost with a, a group of people in a car somewhere in downtown. Yeah, like, I don't do any of that.
0: Yeah. And so well, it's easy for me to say is I know. do, I do go there to right. like, absolutely. Like the drunkest nights of my life are usually BlizzCon. Um, And so like my point is like, that's just what I want. I want everyone to have that feeling of safety that I do to just go be stupid publicly Mm. and still like get home to your hotel bed safely. Yeah. Like with, with no issue. And I, I just want everyone else to have that freedom. And, and, and that's like a lot of the, again, a lot of this was like brought into really sharp clarity for me. Yeah. um, Yeah. Shitty reasons. And it feels Um, like,
2: it feels like to me, uh, this has a knock-on effect for other events um we haven't really even discussed the pandemic that obviously has a gigantic effect on all of this 2020s event you know didn't happen because of the pandemic um the stuff that about blizzard that's you know the seismic shift hadn't happened yet so we're you know we're talking about a time where it could have the pandemic ended that idea Uh, they went digital the following february which was just this year i guess is that right Man, my brain is all over the place time-wise. I guess it
0: was this yeah, year, well, February it, it's, this year. Yeah, it's it's wild how many like I think uh, uh, analogies you can draw between like the lawsuit and its effect on Activision Blizzard, and also like because that's spread out, right? Like mm. it, Blizzard wasn't the first studio we heard about this. You know, it was in the news with Riot like years before, and, and other studios as well. And now it's also kind of having this this knock-on effect <laughs> where other studios are talking about how they're you know trying to be better there you're they're, other studios are acting on the demands of the activision blizzard employees kind of like yeah, uh yeah. before, more, before more blizzard, than blizzard right? is yeah but like yeah I, and it so makes I, me, I think the questions we have yeah. about other conferences it, it's it's very similar it's like well okay yeah blizzcon is a concern but like what about everyone else right? yeah. because it's not just blizzcon no they just had the, used for, to be levied as a defense but now i think it should be levied as a concern about all i I
2: agree um jocelyn couldn't have said it better like conferences at at their at their core have a heightened uh danger especially to women that's just the way it is everyone i talk to including my own daughter by the way who went to uh what's the one in san francisco every year and they haven't done it since the pandemic and i forgot the name san francisco yeah Uh, it's the big dev dev con. no what's it called GDC, there it is. GDC, okay, <laughs> not even close to DevCon. Anyway, <laughs> she uh, she's told me stories, and she's just re- there running a booth all day and not partying at all. And she's told me stories that I'm like, really? This stuff ha- like it happens to everybody. And so once again, once again, you know, old naive Scott is shocked by these things. But more than that, <laughs> I'm just mad about them, and I want them. I want I want these conventions to take a str- a stronger, more proactive role in this sort of thing, and not just sort of stand back going, go, look, we're just running a conference here, which is is kind of what all their attitudes are, whether it's PAX, E3, Gen Con, the Sony and Microsoft events, which we haven't, again, had since the pandemic. Twitch Con is a big question for me in terms of what they're going to do in the future. But I think all of them have to adopt better, stronger, safer guidelines. And they have to be meaningful. It can't just be talk. It can't just be press releases. It has to be like feet on the ground, boots on the ground kind of you know, progress for me to want to support one.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what a lot of this is too. And I think our conversation here could be boiled down to like our personal feelings and, and kind of challenges. I think with like feeling stoked to go to an event again versus like, I I really do hope that there are those that do feel stoked and do want to keep going and fighting for a better, more like safer event. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think everyone needs to be that. I think if, if you are, are feeling just kind of done and worn out and like you, you don't want to fight the fight anymore. I don't think you should feel the need to. Yeah. Um, but I certainly hope that there are those out there that, you know, have the fight in them that want to like, no, this is important to me. This is important. This is my community and I want to go and I want to see my friends mm-hmm. and I want it to be safe. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, so that's, I think kind of the personal side of it, but then there's, you know, also just the logistical concern side of it where, something we haven't talked about that again, to draw an analogy to, to the lawsuit is the, the lawsuit that has gotten us all talking about activism blizzard. It was brought upon by the state of California. Right. And so when we talk about these conferences spilling out into common areas, you know, I, I, you know, you could, there's an argument, I think that's like, maybe the state should get more involved. Maybe there should be more training for law enforcement that, you know, tr- try and keep the peace during these types of events to be on the lookout for this type of behavior with more scrutiny. Yeah. Cause clearly it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't there more being done about it? And maybe not just law enforcement, but also, you know, hotel security and staff.
2: Right. I mean, it makes uh, if I'm honest, this makes me just want to make sure that Nerdtacular happens again and that there's a bunch of women involved in it. That's that's my main takeaway is that I want to I want to since I can't control these big mega things, I can control my little my little one. (laughs) I (laughs) I can make it what it wants to be and and uh we'll get there one day where we can have those again but i don't know it's just an odd time like pandemic alone is already making it the oddest of times and then add in all this other stuff which had been simmering and brewing for a long time and thank goodness it's finally getting the air it needs but um boy what a what a trash heap it can this can feel like you know especially at a time where the video game industry is a embarrassment of riches it's insane it's everywhere in all places. It's the dominant form of media in my life, and for a lot of people, that's just true. It makes more money than Hollywood, makes more money than any other entertainment uh, section of of society. And yet, here we are having these growing pains that get back to just sort of some basic, you know, humanity. And I don't know, it's just an odd time. It's a really weird time. Plus, we don't want to breathe each other and make each other sick. It's just this effed up... <laughs> thing. And, um, and I don't, I don't know that, I don't know that this can be viewed. It's not fun to deal with it while we're in it, but it is possible to view it as positive, you know, in the future. Like I really do have optimism about where all this ends up. And what I hope where it ends up is there's something like a BlizzCon one day and all of us, especially Jocelyn feels comfortable going there. I want that. That's what I want. I want all my friends to be able to just go to a thing, it's utopian, I know. It's naive, I know. But go to a thing like that and know that you're safe, that you're among friends, that no matter what, everybody's got each other's back. That's a deep cultural thing. And the more numbers you add, the harder that gets. But I still feel optimistic about it. Maybe a little naively so, but I still feel that way. Can't take that away from well, me.
1: Well, <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm more excited about something along the lines of a nerd tacular than I am about stuff that's very specific. Because, like you said, Scott, like there's so many things going on in gaming right now and not even just in gaming, but in like nerd culture in general. Like I would rather go to an event that kind of like is more general and touches on a whole bunch of different like interests of mine as opposed to, you know, spending my time and money going to something like a BlizzCon that is very, very, very specific Um, because there's just so many things that I enjoy right now in just geek culture that it would be really cool to, you know, just nerd out with a whole bunch of people that I have a whole bunch of things in common instead of just like World of Warcraft. Yeah. It's a whole lot harder to be, you know, ticked off and negative about stuff when you're talking about <laughs> 20 different things at once instead <laughs> of just hyper focused on, you know, Blizzard. Yeah. You're going to find <laughs> common well, ground was-
2: more than you would if you're, if you're just a freak about WoW and you, and you want to see what you want to see out of WoW and everybody else wants that same thing. I, I agree with that. I think that. That that makes, you know, and we're and we I I also think we're we're just less uh, as a as a as a nerd culture, we're less hyper focused on the one, the two, the three things that everybody gets hyper focused on. I think we got room for a lot more these days. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, I'm I'm I totally agree. I I don't know what that looks like. Like if it's nerd tackler, if it's something else. If somebody at BlizzCon, you know, the head of the head of BlizzCon left, they're that's another thing we hadn't talked about. They're gone. Uh, Mm -hmm. which means folks in charge are now like scrambling to figure out, well, what are we even, what are we even doing now that may have a role in saying everything's canceled for the next year. Um, But,
1: well, there's also a a big kind of push in gaming in general around the idea of mandatory overtime. And that was one big thing that we heard from staff all the time. Is it like, there's a huge crush of work and overtime required in the months and weeks leading into BlizzCon. So I'm sure that that plays no small role as well as they're just like, it even is kind of in their announcement in a kind of convoluted way of saying they want to focus on game dev is because they were taking those devs and saying, hey, work your normal shift at like developing the game, but then also work two more, Mm. you know, getting your BlizzCon display ready. (laughs) So, you know, like I think that there's probably a lot internally going on with that whole idea of mandatory overtime, because that's something we've seen in tons of gaming companies getting crap for as they go into the release of triple A titles. And Blizzard was basically doing that every November. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, they were doing this other thing we haven't really mentioned uh, on the show at all. Like during any of this, I don't think, but there was, there's a culture at Blizzard. BlizzCon, I think is the reason of taking people that are normally just working on a game and having turning them into a stage presence, people mm-hmm. that had to get up, and now you got a face with it, and now you're starting to kind of start a, a little bit of a rock starization of this person, and then everybody's seeing that person and going, ooh, "Ooh, that's the guy, that's the guy," and they're getting you know autographs, and that person has to get security, and you know you you go, you went from working behind in a cubicle with a bunch of people on making a video game to suddenly you're a rock star because you've been on stage a bunch and the people see you in this new light. I think that is directly, if not indirectly, responsible for a lot of these problems. And so it's interesting we're talking about the con today because I think the con is part of that problem. So these guys spent a big chunk of their year preparing for, performing in, and benefiting from whatever exposure they had on stage at BlizzCon and becoming the faces of the company, whereas without that event... I don't know how else you do this, but without that event, they don't have that. Like and so, if they don't have that, was Alex Safrazarabi not a complete a hole without all the attention? I don't know. Like that's probably too simple. But no,
0: he
1: probably still probably was. still an a hole. Considering, <laughs> but did, yeah, he, the did,
0: first mention of the Cosby Suite was a nickname for his office on campus. Yeah, good point. In the lawsuit, yeah, no, I I think the man was a human filth. But do you think it? it, it do you think
2: it emboldened him though? I think it probably
0: did. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like it, I, there's no universe where I walk away reading all of the stories that came out of that, going, wow when they said they felt like rock stars, they meant it in the worst ways. Yeah,
2: Yeah, they do. I mean, and the, the people I consider rock stars up there, funny enough, are behind the scenes people, people like Lindsay, who's not there anymore. But, um, you know, some of these, some of these folks up there who you never, you don't know their names. You don't know their faces. You don't know any of that, but they are, they were rock stars to me because they got shit done and they were where the rubber met the road. And
0: yeah, well that that's, that's, there's so many moving pieces, right? Like, and that's, that's why I'm, this is easily like a, a, a long form show like this is a single topic that can fill it. Cause it's like the other part of two is like on top of that, like, you know, mandatory overtime, right. is mm-hmm. like so much of this has been focused kind of on like us being having a view of blizzard. That wasn't true. Right. And like, and, and the lawsuit has been like, Oh wow. There was like a lot of stuff going on underneath the service that we were unaware of, uh, that would have, that would have definitely, you know, colored our opinions otherwise and, and is now coloring our opinions. Sure. Um but but there wasn't there was still parts of, of a lot of parts and, and crevices of BlizzCon that was like they, they were authentic. Like there there were there's a lot of great people that were at Blizzard and still are at Blizzard that were just freaking proud of what they were making and they wanted to show it off. And and like and this is not me advocating for overtime <laughs> like forced overtime by any means. But there were like there was there's was, there was a time and there were employees that wanted to put that extra work in. And it may, and you could feel that, yeah. you know, especially in the earlier years of BlizzCon, you could really, really feel that, that, that it, there was this, I don't know, like the, this desire to want to show off your art. Yeah. Like it, it felt like if Iron Maiden put on an art gallery, like mm-hmm. it had this weird mix of, yeah, it was big and bombastic, but at the same time, like there were people there that made these things that really wanted to talk to you about what you thought of their creation. Yeah. Um And that's shined through. And so, yeah, it's like, it's another reason where I'm like, yeah, of course there's no BlizzCon. Cause like, I would imagine a lot of folks still working at Blizzard probably don't have that feeling right now. to want to be like, yeah, no, we need to work on ourselves. I don't really feel like going out there and being like, look at this awesome thing I made. Let's talk about it. That's hard
2: to do when this kind of stuff, even if, even if it's legitimately awesome and ready to be shown off. Like if you're somebody working on the Diablo team and you can't wait to show an, an animated demon thing you did, like, in any other circumstance yeah. people would be like stoked let's go let's see it and now we're just like yeah that's cool but whew, boy you guys got you know like it's just a, it's
0: weird it's weird almost every every time there was any any sort of scandal i'm i'm going to go back before the lawsuit to something uh slightly less controversial i can't believe blitch chung now feels slightly less controversial but yeah, right? every time there was a scandal just like how many times were we on anger chicken like a scandal would happen around like a, a, an expansion announcement we, one of our thoughts would be God, I feel bad for the developers that like work their butts (laughs) off. Like they just want to be proud of the thing that they just put out. And, uh, whoever's running the, the blizzard was a Weibo account in China just screwed the pooch for them. Like it's just, and so, yeah, that's just another feeling I have where I'm like, yeah, I know we know some of these folks and, and a lot of them are great people and it just sucks that the stuff that they pour their blood, sweat and tears into it's just it's just another angle of this. It's like yeah, of course there's no BlizzCon.
2: Well, the other thing that's hard is this is, this is a bit of an esoteric take, but Blizzard uh, BlizzCon um, in general or Blizzard in general has a very active uh, and often angry player base. For whatever reason, that's just the way it is. You don't see this in other games necessarily. Final Fantasy fourteen famous for having a very kind uh, community. That may change as their numbers get bigger. I don't know. Often numbers make everything worse, but. Um, you know, there's we, we were we were reading Baron's chat a long time ago and we knew how shitty it was. Um, so all this is it's adding on top of that already kind of strained maturity of a community and saying, well, this is already kind of sour. But now how sour can we get? And now it's as well, sour yeah. as it's ever been. And now it's almost flipped where those people that are usually the angry ones at Blizzard are the ones that are just everyone could talking about all the other stuff. All that matters is this game. And that's a whole other thing, whole other problem. Um, but yeah, gamers, man, sometimes we make things bad, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> well, that, yeah, to 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 put a positive, like, spin on it, like, you know, I mentioned earlier, like, this all feels like kind of holding the mirror up. And I think that's a great thing. Like, I think, I think, Justin, I think you were on the show when we talked about this. I think you mentioned on this show and not others that you were like, we were both kind of like, eh, I don't think we're going to, I don't think the lawsuit's going to stay in headlines for that long. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I was a little more optimistic than you, Joss, but dear God, the amount of time it has stayed in the headlines and that, uh, both media and the community have not let. freaking <laughs> executives, forget it on top of the blizzard employees as sure. well. Like a better ABK. Yeah. Um, like it exceeded any expectation I had for how long, how
2: does it line up use. for you? Joss. Do you feel like it? That's, it's, uh, the heat is still on. Oh
1: yeah, like I I noticed like literally every single time, especially like obviously I'm a little bit more tapped into um, the WoW and the Hearthstone communities, but basically anytime they put up official announcements about stuff, like you check not only like their sites and the forums, but like also fan sites and everything, like there are comments almost immediately. Okay, great. But what about the lawsuit? Like what about treating your employees better? What about safety of women? Like there's... Basically, every time they do anything, they're being reminded about it by the community, which, um, I'll, I'll I'm, Gary, you're completely right. I thought we'd be talking about this for a week or less. I thought yeah. it would go like off into court oblivion and, you know, no one would ever really think about it again. And I am so glad <laughs> that I was wrong and that this actually was a bit of a reckoning for them and for like the gaming community at large because, um, I mean, it's, like, I I think I talked about it on Angry Chicken. Um, It's not the first time I've shared my story. It's not the first time we've had this, like, all women opening up and sharing their trauma. Like, this has happened so many times, especially in the last few years, and... Everybody talked about it for a couple of days and then it went away. But I think that because it was actually a lawsuit from the state of California, that kind of lent it a little bit more weight than just the, you know, individual women saying, here's the horrible things that happened to me. It's like, oh, now the state of California has enough evidence to go against this like billion dollar company. Oh, OK, I <laughs> guess yeah. we should take this seriously. So I'm glad that this was the thing that was needed to get the community to kind of open their eyes and not let Blizzard forget it.
2: Yeah. they they added heft to it uh, for sure by having, you know, California involved, but you know, moreover the fact that it's stayed, I, this that it's stayed relevant, that everybody's keeps, keeps talking about it. I think really does come down to the fact that we got to a point in this whole thing, whether you're going back all the way to Gamergate bullshit in 2014, uh, all the way up forward to now, it was suddenly lizard who was the problem and and they had never they were always held in this other regard they were always held to a different standard they were always presenting themselves as this magical place where only magical things happen and and so it felt very last straw like final final destination ish <laughs> without all the death but you know what i mean like here's here's i'm not
0: sure i do scott i'm not sure i know what you mean it's like this, <laughs> this here's the here.
2: yeah i shouldn't use final destinations but it's like this the, the last straw like this is blizzard if they have the problem then we have to stop like moving on like everybody's got to like really focus up on this one i feel like that happened and I'm glad that it happened, but I feel like it needed to be somebody like blizzard. Like when it happened with riot, we were all like, ah, riot freaking. Of course that's a toxic hellhole. They're going to have their, their problems or whatever. Or we hear about, <laughs> you know, these others, we, we kind of blow it off a little bit.
0: Yeah. Blizzard I, I mean, is it's just also, a different it's, it's, level. It's our community, right? The three of us sitting here, when I say our community, I mean the three of us, I'm yeah, being yeah, very yeah. literal right here. Sure. Um, like, so yeah, I think, uh, I, I, like to believe and maybe I'm biased because I think we have a lot of rad folks in our little circle here, but I like to believe that. Yeah. Like I think we are the type of people that will like when confronted with these hard truths go, no, screw that. Let's, let's make it better. Like, and that's, I don't know. I'm, I'm dancing around so much crap here. Cause I also want to be like, like I get it. Like if you're like, I'm done, I'm out. I'm just, I don't want it. No, I get I it. You can't fight the battle anymore. I respect that. Like I absolutely yeah. get it. Yeah. Um, I
2: get that people are but, sick of it, but I don't care.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we have
2: to bring it up here and there. And the thing is the show, this show isn't about, Hey, what's blizzard doing now? Like we're not going to do that moving into the future, but we are when it, when it matters or when it's significant or, when we just feel like checking in and saying, "All right, how are y'all doing over there?" Like we, it, we have to be as serious about it if we expect them to be. If we expect Blizzard to be serious about it, the players can't just go, oh, who? Everyone relax. Codex got this. Multi-million dollar uh, man." Said Kodik. no one ever. I mean, yeah. did
1: they, Does anyone ever feel like that? <laughs> Said
0: no one ever.
2: Right. No, so no. my that's Again, my point. I, like it has to come. That heat has to come. And it can't just come from the employees because they're gonna get buried if if we leave them alone. <laughs> you yeah, know, we it's have a, to it's be a supportive.
0: Effort. I mean, it, yeah. we've talked about so many players in this today. We've talked about the community, we've talked about the employees, we've talked about the at a state level and, and to some extent a federal level. Although that EEOC settlement was pretty low. Yeah. But Yeah. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I'm 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 just happy to be I'm I'm happy we have a voice so we can talk about this stuff. Um, I know there's some people who are going to hear this and go oh, enough already with this, but, um, progress is being made. It seems like it's being made and recent events say that now BlizzCon not happening again. Seems like a natural thing that that's going to come out of this. Will it ever happen again? Maybe. Will we go? Well, it would take a lot to, to have me throw, you know, two to three grand at something like that.
0: I mean, if y'all are going, I'm going.
2: Well, yeah, because like, like I, I can
0: we, speak to myself personally. Like we, we've talked, I, I feel like we've covered as many sides as we could find of this, of this complicated shitty Rubik's cube. Uh, but like for me personally, like it, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a single issue BlizzCon attendee and it's partying with my friends. Like yeah. if I, if my friends are there to party with, I yeah. will be there with bells on. Yeah. The community is all I care about. Maybe booze in my bag because of the Hilton charges a lot. <laughs>
2: How do you feel about $9 bottles of water? How do you feel about that? You like that?
0: Uh, It's better than a $14 bottle of Heineken.
2: Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's what it costs for a 12-pack. What's going on? Uh, That's pretty crazy.
2: Uh, Well, anyway, I doubt those prices are changing either. Hey, y'all. You like getting stuff in the mail? I do. I like it a lot, right? Well, you do too. How about getting the bespoke post? A monthly subscription service that sends themed boxes with a variety of goods. Here's what's cool. They partner with small businesses and emerging brands to bring you the most unique items every month. And it's really, really great. This fall, as you get back into the swing of things, Bespoke Post is here with a new seasonal lineup of must-have box of awesome collectibles. Mmm. From autumn craft beers to cozy threads and camping gear essentials. Time to go camping. Um... There are Box of Awesome collections for every part of your life, really. No matter who you you are or what you're into. And uh, they release new boxes every month across many different categories. Uh, To get started, you just take an easy quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers will help them pick the right box for you. It's also free to sign up. You can skip a month or cancel any time. That's cool. Each box box costs only $45 but has $70 worth of gear inside. Plus, with each Box of Awesome... You're supporting a small business. 90% of everything that comes out of your Box of Awesome is small and up and coming brands, which is pretty rad. Uh, that quiz is easy. I took it. Piece of cake. So get in there. Find out what's right for you. To get 20% off your first monthly box when you go sign up, go to boxofawesome.com and enter promo code instance at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com and the promo code instance at checkout. Let's uh, move on to an email before we get there, though. I just want to find out what everybody's doing these days. I've been uh, playing a lot of elder scrolls online again. Um, that's the game. You, 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 leave for a bit while you're dinking around with something else. And then you're like, all right, I'm back. And uh, I love that game. And I've been playing that a ton. I cleared out blackwood, at least so far of what they've got for us. I guess there's more coming before they, what did you think? Finish that up. Um, I, like I also it. just finished blackwood. So I like it a lot. Uh, I really, I really like the game. I mean, I, my favorite expansion probably is still the Elsewhere expansion. Um, I don't know. I think just thematically, it, it just like spoke to me on so many uh, levels. Made me like cats, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> all kinds of so, stuff. Okay, like that. in Blackwood, did you find the crow quest?
2: no no tell me more okay where do i get it it's, it's
1: a side quest okay. um and i just randomly came across it it's in front of a cave i'm not even 100 sure where it is but you just like there's just this like crow sitting outside and he's like the king of crows and you have to go into this cave and like i don't want to say too much because i don't want to spoil it but it was my favorite quest in the zone it was so good
2: all right i'm gonna oh here it is plucking the crow solo f- no, 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 let's see uh is it plucking the crow sol- solo quest that must be it
1: maybe probably um,
2: <laughs> okay i'm gonna find it because i did not see this and i love my favorite thing about eso is the weird obscure side quests that end up oh, really so going weird, but places so funny <laughs> they'll go places they'll make me laugh um they're really good at that so so yeah i'll look for it but i've been enjoying that again and i'm you know, max level with a wizard or a, a mage that I'm just like going crazy with, with his, with stats and stuff and kind of dinking around with all that. Uh, it's very, it's very, very good. Anyway, I've been playing a bunch of that. I've been playing, uh, gardens of the galaxy. Uh, did a pretty good full hot take on that on core last night. If you want to go check it out and get that. Uh, I
0: heard that's good. It, it doesn't good. look good.
2: It is good. It's weird. It's, it's, uh, I will describe it as, well, it reminds me of, of, uh, uncharted. I know that's a weird thing to say, oh. but,
0: Oh, okay. oh, wow. You have, you, you have my attention. It's weird because traversally it feels like uncharted. Uh, I've been waiting for something this week to remind me of uncharted. <laughs> nice. That
2: trailer is, but that trailer is bad. <laughs> trailer is bad. We talked about that last week, didn't we? It's bad. It's terrible. It's
0: ter- that is the cleanest shirt I've ever seen. Yeah. Nathan Drake. wear. They,
2: they look like promo photos for the prequels of star Wars where they, their stuff was too clean. It's just so bad. But anyway, uh, this game has just a weird um, the way it, the way you play it. The snarky comments back and forth feel very much like Sully and, and uh, Nathan Drake are doing something. Uh, I don't know why it feels that way. It's also kind of a linear experience. Like the Uncharted games aren't open world games; they're big, big beautiful worlds. But you're you know you're you're doing a it's linear unreal. story, and that's what this is. And those are nice sometimes. I love open world games, but it's nice to just get locked into a a complete thing. I think the graphics are insane. That's the other thing is this feels like one of the most you know, new gen games since the new gen happened. Um, playing it on Series X, I'm sure it looks amazing on PC as well. But uh, yeah, I like that game a lot. Worth checking out. And then I also dip my toe in. I just want to check yeah.
0: for Star Lord's haircut because clearly. They it's were inspired
2: a, it's out of the comics so it's fine in fact the, the whole the, the the whole look and vibe of the game is 100 percent the current comic run um oh so. no
0: i was just saying i had that haircut oh in you 2019, did 19 oh, like one to one they they stole my haircut I, i'm waiting for my check wow
2: <laughs> you should get checks for that because just pity checks really because that hair is terrible it's
0: terrible oh wow okay Oof. Geez, just dragging me today, Scott. Terrible. It's
1: Man. so
2: bad. It's like butter up there. It's just terrible. Just kidding. Man,
0: when's the Patreon launching? Because I don't get paid enough for this treatment. <laughs> next week, baby. Happening next week. <laughs>
2: Uh, I also did my toe in a in a in a Korean MMO that I just didn't want to let pass me by without trying it. I try to try these when they come out. It's How called, do you have time for so I, many goddamn MMOs, guys? <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't play very much of it. It's called Elyon or Elyon L E L Y O N. It's on Steam. Came out kind of quietly, I think. Uh, New World sort of buried it in terms of uh, notoriety, mm. but uh, it's fine. It plays like you know a Korean MMO, and they're fine. It's fine. I'm sure. <laughs> It's not, you know, they're just bringing it,
1: endorsement. <laughs> it's a yeah. bunch of
2: characters and story that are mostly tropes, like fantasy tropes that everyone uses. So it's not like there's anything really unique happening there. And it's just sort of, you know, controls fine. The combat's OK. The gunner's pretty fun, um, but they have a, a, a horrible UI. And so, you know, it's one of those. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's one of those games. I It was fine. If you got the 50 gig and the bandwidth, download it, try it. If you hate it, delete it. <laughs> that's where I'm at on that, uh, Garrett. I, I, I uh, cannot believe you have an apartment in Final Fantasy. You have to explain yourself.
0: Well, it's only like level 14 or something, man. I'm not that far in, oh. but <laughs> but it's more that I played in the past. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Uh, do you like your uh, you like your setup there? I think yeah. You know, I thought ESO was going to be my next MMO, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's too good. Oh, too um, good. You say it requires too much of my attention, and that I don't. That's not what I look for in an MMO. That is one hundred percent true.
2: It is an it is an RPG
0: more than an MMO, is, yeah.
2: and if you're not paying attention, you're kind of missing most of it. So I agree. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I I need tab targeting, um, and I need the freedom to feel like I don't need to pay attention to the story, and so uh, I can't pronounce any of the names of anything in this, so I just don't pay that much attention, uh, and uh, enjoy my time with it. Yeah, yeah. the loops so there's are some good. Pirate dudes. Uh, the pirate dudes are cool. I yeah. like the pirate dudes. Yeah, they're All fun. Right. Okay.
2: Um,
0: yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm playing a caster, which I don't usually play, so it also feels more fresh. Yeah. Um, I love my little uh, uh, should be sued for looking too much like Evie pet. That oh, the great. little...
2: Yeah, I know what they are Yeah, mean, little yeah. little light eevee. It's like mm-hmm. an eevee made of light. Sure. Light eevee, yeah.
0: yeah. It's okay. Uh, I, was I to... spent 30 minutes the other night just hanging out in a, in a main area because uh, Katie wanted to see what their non-combat pets looked like. There's a lot. And <laughs> I, I think that 30 minutes... I got it. I feel like it clicked. (laughs) I was like, Oh, this game is just charming as shit. Yeah. This is, it just oozes charm. Yeah.
2: Like it's, if you're looking for your dark fantasy, don't look there. But if you're looking for just like fun, nice,
1: you know, adorable, man, from the sounds of it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, People are just there to have a good time. Like it's wild. Like it's
2: anime. It's just
0: to hang out. Like, and I walked, Past the harp and is playing inner sandman. Like what is oh, yeah. happening? The
2: music, the the bard stuff in the game is crazy. People playing, it's, you know Oh
0: God man, it is a it is a horny anime LSD trip. It's great. I love it. It's Yeah. They've yeah. got a full
2: on functioning like um uh prostitution ring in that game or something. Uh forget what forget the kind of like well wow Wow had like that um uh Goldshire or whatever where people were getting up to weirdness. And this thing has some <laughs>
0: Some getting equivalent up to that. weird, that's a wow that, I mean you already mentioned prostitution so you didn't need to find a delicate way to to, to yeah. put it but congratulations you found it weirdness that's a yeah, good way to do up, it
2: getting up to weirdness um well anyway <laughs> oh, that's what God. we've been doing Joss. Uh, ESO as well
1: yeah I've been, uh, so yeah i finished up uh blackwood and uh then i realized i'd only made it halfway through skyrim so i'm gonna go play through skyrim before i finish up with uh, elsewhere oh nice so that's that's my plan
2: cool i need to same uh, what's the expansion called um but uh they didn't call it skyrim they just called they it.
1: they didn't call it skyrim and i know it, i've just always called it skyrim but that's not well. what it's actually called but yeah, i forget <laughs> tell me
0: they just called it scrim please <laughs>
2: I didn't get all those done either. That's probably next on my list as well. But um, Graymore, that's it. Graymore.
1: God, yeah. thanks. <laughs> thanks, chat room. And yeah, we're probably, so, uh, we're so, probably
2: yeah. close to them. You know
0: what Torix up to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we're, we're probably close to them announcing the next thing. The, the thing I, I want to focus on soon is, is crafting. Are you doing much of that in there? Because it, it's pretty deep. I just haven't.
1: Yeah, not really. Mostly just because I'm not doing any like endgame stuff or anything. So I don't really care too much about crafting. But basically what I've been doing is just like in order to empty my bags, I've been like disenchanting everything that Mm, I've got. And then I'm hoping that like when I get there, eventually I'll just have a whole bunch of mats and I can just learn it then. (laughs) But I haven't really like needed it. So
2: if you do the plus subscription, you get to have an endless bag of of mats. (laughs) Uh,
1: oh, I have a plus subscription. So I've had a plus subscription since that's been a thing. Even when I didn't play for like three years, <laughs> I just totally forgot that I had it. And then I went yeah. back to it because they give you currency every every month. Yeah. And I had like 30,000 of the crowns because I just like...
2: What'd you do? Did you go blow? I, did you go, I hadn't
1: been in there and hadn't used it. It was did, like, I had something like $400 worth of currency.
2: Did you go, did you go spend it on like uh, cause you can buy big houses, like palatial uh, castles with that kind I of money. I didn't
1: spend it. I didn't spend it on housing because I'm like, I don't even know if I like that part of the game. So I just like got a whole bunch of like mounts and like cosmetic stuff and nice. bought a whole bunch of loot crates. Cause that's a good idea. Yeah. Always <laughs> a good idea. That's about
2: to change. They're going to get rid of those loot crates because Microsoft has a policy well, they have to because the EU holds them to it. You can't yeah. do loot crates anymore. They, they, they so. feel so
0: outdated at this point anyway. We've moved on.
2: We right. have. It's weird. Yeah. But I don't know what they're going to put in its place. There'll be some other kind of something. But right now, there's a cat mm-hmm. that comes out and goes, oh, you are one wanting to buy the, 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 the and then you,
1: I love that Khajiit guy. <laughs> I'm like, I want to buy all of your crates <laughs> just so you can. Tell me how great I am. I
2: hope they let us buy him, because you know you can buy people to put in your homes and you have them stand around be NPCs
0: and stuff. I want him in my house. That's what I want. Listen, Josh, if you want to send me tens of thousands of real world currency, I will sit here and tell you how great you are. But,
2: yeah. I mean, <laughs> there you go. I have a price. Who needs a Khajiit on a box telling you that when you got Garrett with his high yeah. price?
0: <laughs> I'll wear a cat mask. Let's go.
2: Uh what <laughs> is what is D B D you have on your list? Uh, Death here? by Daylight. Oh, Death by Daylight. Uh,
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a really, really I mean, uh, especially this time of year. uh, It's just it's just so much fun. I can't get enough of it. I've been playing it forever now, like many, many times. Um, But they have a Halloween or like many times a week. uh, But they have a Halloween event going on right now. And I'm such a sucker for seasonal events like Halloween events, Christmas events, Easter stuff. Like it just I'm just such a sucker for it. Okay. Yeah.
0: What so. does a, what does a horror murder game do for a Halloween event? <laughs> because that's like saying it's Disney Day at Disney. Yeah. <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> they put like uh, jack-o'-lanterns all over the map and you can like find them and smash them and you get bonuses for smashing the pumpkins. Yeah. Uh, and they have like um, special generators that if you complete, then you get like a bonus uh, bunch of XP. Michael so. Myers
0: is not pleased. No,
2: probably not. <laughs> but isn't the main, uh, also the when, you're, when you swap out villains or whatever, because you could do different villain skins, isn't there like a weird Halloween, like a witch thing right now or something like that or, or something that's very Halloween for the... For the, for the slasher character, right? Or do I have that wrong? I may have
1: um, <laughs> I mean, There's so many added,
2: now. There are so many yeah, now. Yeah, they just it's,
1: added a yeah. new survivor, and she's a witch, so um, oh, that's she I'm actually... Of, yeah.
2: that's what I'm thinking of. I, I heard uh, witch somewhere in some news article, and I, I wasn't <laughs> sure what
1: was going on. Yeah, yeah so that's the new a survivor. New, but,
0: uh, uh, yeah. I'm wearing a big, ridiculous witch hat in Final Fantasy. Of course um, you are. And at, and at first I was like, this is really dumb, and now I kind of love it, and it's kind of <laughs> become... Heart of me.
2: No, a big witch hat will hide
0: that <laughs>
1: weird. uh you in. <laughs> 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 this is stupid and I hate it. Five minutes later, oh, this is actually pretty okay. Pretty Ten good. minutes later, oh my god, this is my life now. <laughs> I've, I've I've gone from this is stupid I hate it to this
0: is stupid, and and it's kind of the good part about it is like how silly it is. I think um... it's the
2: strength of the game. Like the story is good too, but it's also good in kind of an anime ridiculous way. Um, it,
0: it. I don't play really any jrpgs and i haven't really played many japanese games recently and so it reminds me of the weird quirkiness of like zelda games yeah like i love zelda games for how awesome and epic and wonderful they can be sure but i really just like the weird townspeople that are (laughs) borderline like psychotic yeah like and that's there's there's a lot of that vibe going on sure in, in final fantasy so one would
2: one would expect uh yeah. well awesome uh, i'm glad we're all having uh fun uh we'll talk more about some of the games we're playing next week of course real quick we're going to start a contest right now where a lucky winner is going to get a copy of said game final fantasy 14 complete edition thanks to badger lord once again you'll get the code uh i'm going to give the winner out on monday but between now and then everybody who wants to get in on this has to send an email to the at gmail.com the subject line must contain Final Fantasy to be considered for a win. So it's some part, part of your subject line. You've got to put in the words Final and Fantasy to get uh, eligible. And then the rest of your email can be whatever you want. Just tell me why you think you should get it. I'm just going to pull randomly, but this is how you're going to get in. Uh, and I'd love to hear from you anyway. So the instance at gmail.com put uh, Final Fantasy in the, in the subject line, and you could be the winner of that fantastic prize package. All right, I think that's going to do it for us. Let's go around the horn real quick. Uh, Garrett, what's going on this week? People can check out.
0: Uh, Well, we just did a big wrap-up of all of the Activision Blizzard lawsuit news that we hadn't covered yet on Nexus Gaming News on the most recent episode of Nexus Gaming News. It's only two days old. Uh, It's available everywhere you get your podcasts, or you can just go to youtube.com slash amovetv, uh, because i work worked very hard on that video, and I would appreciate it if you looked at all (laughs) of the editing and stuff that I do on it.
2: Sure. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's really good. I have no doubt. Uh, Jocelyn, what do you got going on this week?
1: Uh, I'm actually going to Pimp Chicken because we just got the mini set announcement. Yay, Yay. we got new standard cards. Yay. So yeah, they announced uh, dead, dead Minds yesterday. Oh, so nice. I'm very excited to talk about new cards. It's been too long. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Edwin,
0: man, um, he looks straight out of a dating game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, <they're- laughs> going that direction the anduin skin they just put out the prince charming anduin i'm like hmm. hubba, hubba. <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing blizzard <laughs> yeah
2: getting uh getting the anduin
0: on i like to hear they're, that they're mm-hmm. finding their inner thirst for sure well yeah <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs>
1: free uh, Dana's
0: boobies well make I sure i was about to say uh <laughs> but, I, I, anduin that outfit wouldn't be allowed on jana jana <laughs> <laughs> would not be allowed to wear that outfit but, no. but anduin can. no so so uh, slash s what a double standard that yeah. you can dress men like that but you can't dress women like that. there you
2: that. go there you go or hey put a bowl of fruit there that worked for some people get that going get the bowl Gina's of fruit head
1: on a bowl of fruit
2: yep. perfect that's the solution to everything as far as i understand it uh all right that's going to do it for the show a reminder next week we are shifting over to a patreon support system yeah that's right patreon itself uh will get you the link and everything that day we'll tell you what it is There'll be bonus content that very day for signing up to that. And if you're an existing supporter of our other system, uh, there's not an easy way to just, we can't just move you, but we do encourage you to move and you won't be charged double. You're not going to get, you know, you're not going to get dinged on the other side. So anyway, when that all goes up, we'll let you know. That's next week along with another show and a lot more fun. So come back for that. That's going to do it for us, for me and for Jocelyn and for Garrett. We'll see you next time.